0: Welcome to the boy, boy Time Podcast, we're gonna get lady time, yeah, oh it's your boy, boy time podcast, coming in with the slam dunk of a theme song.
1: Hi ho ho, it's me, Bob Balaban, back at it again with a new episode of the Boy Time Podcast, and as always, I'm joined by Babby and Paul. Hello. Yes, Paul's back.
0: For oh, yeah, the again. foreseeable future, maybe? Yeah. Um, this is this was last Saturday. I'm working in Solesco. Okay. So
1: for the foreseeable future, Paul will be back on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Bring color commentary and enjoyable insights to all of the things we're going to be talking about. So. Yeah. Everybody leave a bunch of five-star reviews on our Apple podcast that say, I love Paul. He's the best part of the podcast.
0: Dude, if we get at least two of those, then, uh, I will go, I don't know, I'll get you guys a Chipotle pizza slice from Con. Dude, go.
1: that would be so sick. I would love that, especially since we're, we, none of us live in the same city. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should have said Comigo here, you guys. And I
1: don't nope. even, yeah, I don't think there's a Conigo, <laughs>
0: oh, okay. uh in Wisconsin. Oh, well, I'll ship location. it to you.
1: Okay, that'll be gross. Um, We have a slam dunk episode, kind of. Um, We're both a little bit low in the topics. Uh, So who knows? This might be shorter, but also we've said that and then it's an hour and a half. So I don't really know how to gauge this anymore. Uh, So we're just going to keep on uh, talking until we're done. Uh, We do have a couple discussions to get through. Um, or not discussions but I guess kind of reviews uh, I saw the Batman last night oh. uh, the
0: Batman
1: the Batman the
0: Batman.
1: The, the Batman movies have a history of having confusing titles and hard to differentiate f- between the other ones um, so the differentiation between this Batman movie and the one that came out in 1989 is the word the that's it. Nice.
0: Um, Away with words. I know.
1: So we have Batman, Batman Begins, The Batman, uh, Batman and Robin, Batman Returns, and oh, I don't remember which, the one with Val Kilmer. Eh, it doesn't matter. That one kind of sucked. Um, and, you know, the Dark Knight stuff. That one was just- going to be interesting where it was going to be a different Name every single time but then the Dark Knight was like one of the most successful like blockbusters ever so then they're like eh it's uh the Dark Knight Rises so yeah I don't know it's one of the best trilogies of all time but they kind of fumbled the names towards the end there um but you know does the Batman live up to the Dark Knight is it better than Batman versus Superman there's so many questions And I will be going over some of the answers. Uh, No spoilers, because the movie just came out. So if uh, you are worried about the Batman being spoiled for you, fret not, because there will be no spoilers in this podcast. Uh, I would say stay away from social media, though, because there are things in this movie that you don't want spoiled. I will leave it at that. Um, so we'll be going over the Batman very, uh, briefly and, you know, just my general thoughts on the whole thing. And I also need to give a follow-up review to Elden Ring because I, I got my copy from GameStop, surprisingly.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it was supposed to get here like still like a week and a half from now. Um, the shipping information still says that the courier hasn't picked it up but I got it uh, last Monday, so I, I don't know. I, I was very surprised to get it, but I got it, and I have been playing it consistently, uh, you know, since then. Um, obviously, I was not able to finish the game. This is probably what? one of the biggest games I have ever played. Um, probably, I mean, it's going up against some, like, Rockstar games right now. Uh, and I still haven't even finished Red Dead 2, which I know is n- yeah, not I great. I thought you did. I beat the main game. Oh. That's all I'll say.
0: You mean like side quests and stuff? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Ha- uh, I'll
1: have stop you- asking then. Well, I'll just ask. How far are you in Red Dead?
0: Oh, frick, I don't know. It's been a while since I last played. Uh, I've gotten to the, what is it, the, like, city
1: Kind oh, of okay, place.
0: Saint Denis. Yeah. Saint Denis, yeah. Okay. And then I got a really cool expensive horse, and then I got ambushed and lost it, and then I kind of gave up for a while.
1: <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. that fair. You didn't have any horse reviver on you?
0: Uh, I probably did, but you see, I got ambushed, the horse got injured, I died, and then I think he just killed the horse. Oh. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I went back to looking, there was nothing there. Frick. It's like oh, freaking twelve people with like four on a cart too. I couldn't do anything.
1: <laughs> Dang. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I beat, I beat the main story of Red Dead Two. I don't want to mm. say more than that, but there is more after the main story, uh, and apparently it's like half the length of the original Red Dead One. So th- that game is long insanely this, but... long. Um, but Elden Ring stacking up to be, I don't know, it's probably going to take me just as long to beat it. Um, if you, there even is a way to beat it, I don't know. Um, so when we talked last week, uh, I was about two hours in and then I refunded it cause I didn't want to pay for two copies of the game. Uh, I just wanted to get some general thoughts and I think the consensus last week was that I was pretty disappointed in Elden Ring. Once.
0: Um
1: I, I know. I was just as surprised as you guys were, and I was saying it. Um, but I, I was kind of citing a lot of um, lack Stupid of. Stupid takes. No, I think <laughs> I, I still stand by some of it. Like, there is. Uh, the game is Dark Souls. With a horse. And that's that's literally the only distinction. The way that combat works, the way that stats work, the way that armor works, everything is exactly copy-paste from Dark Souls. Um, like, if, down to the movement. They took the engine and just copied it over. And I think that is uh, kind of lame, because Dark Souls is... I, I don't really like the combat in it, uh, especially going... From Sekiro to this, which Sekiro has very fluid movement and combat, uh, the way that you can, like, grapple around. There's, a, uh, like, more verticality to it, which I really dig. Um, Elden Ring, uh, the jump is kind of cool, but a lot of the ledges are too tall. So, and there's no, like, m- grab, like, what, what would you call it? Like in a battlefield or something when you jump on a ledge yeah. and then a m- mounting there's nothing like that. So it is a little bit like clunky, um, which isn't too bad. Cause I learned that you can jump on the horse and the horse can double jump. And that's pretty cool. N- not to the point where you can jump off a mountain and then double jump and then, uh, be fine. Uh, which is something I learned very recently that you cannot do. Um, it's, it's, kind of silly like you jump off a mountain then right before you land you do like a double jump so he like barely touches the ground and then your horse dies and you die so that's kind of funny uh, did. yeah you can't do that um but I think last week I had a lot of issues and I think I think the issue with Elden Ring is that it's early game is very inaccessible um And I've seen some people online say that it is the most accessible from software game, uh, to which I would say you are liars and you guys are wrong. Um, I think by far the most accessible is Sekiro with how streamlined everything is. You don't have to grind, you don't have to like farm for stats and like level up. Uh, And do all the the, the, you have to. You don't have to grind in Sekiro. You can just play the game and, like, if you get skills and like, kill a lot of people without dying, then that's just a bonus. Um, So I I don't know who's saying that this game is accessible, especially when you walk out of the like baby starting area and there is a guy on a giant golden horse who one hits you. If you even try to go in combat with them right off the bat. Like, I think it was like 15 hours later. I finally came back and killed that guy and it was still a tough fight. I have no idea why they put him in the baby starting area. Um, so, A yeah. little challenge. It's a little bit of a challenge. Um, but once you leave the main area, it's kind of awesome like, I am thoroughly enjoying just riding my horse around and finding, like, unique bosses. Um Like, today I was just, like, rolling around this volcano land, and then I jumped my horse up the volcano, and then there was a big bull that had, like, a beetle head and a scorpion tail, and it was pretty awesome. Uh, I couldn't beat it, though, because it was stupid, and I hate Elden Ring. Um <laughs> Um, but it was like, there's a lot of like discovery, um, that's really cool. Like the, the world feels alive, which does not tend to be the case in open world games. Even in a game I love like Breath of the Wild, um, vast amounts of the world is just nothing. Um, and just going from shrine to shrine, um, can be a little bit of a chore, especially if it's raining. Um, but in Elden Ring, like, you just ride your horse around, and, like, there aren't, like, a lot of obstacles to you, um, as you're riding around, so, it isn't, like, another, like, RPG where there's no, like, random encounters, or if you get into combat with someone, it doesn't kick you off the horse, so you can literally just, like, ride your horse from, like, the baby starting area to the very end of the game if you wanted to. Um, Actually, you would have to fight some bosses on the way. There are some bosses that are not optional. Um, Everybody is talking about, I believe his name is Margit. He is the first... Yeah. He's a toughie. He's the first um, non-optional boss in the game. I've only beaten two of the non-optional bosses. I've not found any of the other non-optional bosses. <laughs> so that is an I don't think it's an issue. I just think I uh, I just haven't I look harder. I, yeah, I do. I need to like dig into the world because I like because the world is so vast I'm like, well, I, I could like really dig into this one region and find all the hidden bosses and stuff, but oh, man, that's a really cool, like, Golden Forest zone, and that's that's so fun. I want to go explore that. Go
0: to Golden Forest?
1: There's a Golden Forest, and it's nice. pretty g-dang awesome. That zone
0: will distract me, too. You're not the only
1: one. <laughs> I know. And it was, like, especially because that was, like, right after I died, like, a thousand times to, a like, the Poison Swamp Zone, which has also yeah, exactly. been very, very famous. Um, that's right after you beat Margit which is, like, one of the toughest bosses. Yeah. Uh, I, I really had to farm for a long time before I could beat Margit, um, but I think a little strategy tip for those who are playing Elden Ring and are having troubles, um, I would recommend using some of the summons. I got this one summon where you could summon... Summons, cringe. I, I don't use them very often. But they have won the game for me multiple times. Uh, I specifically have this one summon. I don't know what boss I killed to get it, but I spawn in, like, five little monkey men, and, and they, like, distract the boss. And because there's five of them, like, they usually tend to stay alive for a long time. So, like, if I'm, like, getting beat up by the boss, then the monkey men are hitting them. And so, like, if I'm almost dead, then the boss is like, I'm not going to be mad at you. I'm going to be mad at these monkey men. And then I can use my flask and heal up. Um, and then, also, in that Marget fight, there is a friendly summon that you can use. Uh, not uh, tied to, like, you know... this is, I'm playing it on PlayStation, and you have to have, like, the PlayStation Plus to, like, get other people to come in but there are some like ai people that will help you and there is an ai person uh for Margaret. so use them they use some like sorcery stuff but really all of those are just distractions for the boss so that they'll draw the taunt or whatever and then you can go in and attack um also play the samurai because the samurai sword is awesome and you hit them enough, and then, like, it causes them to bleed out, and that does a ton of damage, so do that. Um, But that has, like, (laughs) that has um, kind of killed some, like, people's interest in the game because it is so tough, and it does limit you from progressing. But I would say that, like, probably a third of the map, you don't have to even beat Margit to explore, um, like the red, like blood swamp area, which is very tough. But I would recommend going through there before you beat Margit because you can farm your levels easy. Um, although the enemies oh, are no farming. I don't like it, but uh-huh. I that's what no Sekiro has no farming. This has oh, a okay. lot of farming.
0: Oh, okay, uh, yeah,
1: which is one of my complaints of the game. Uh, that is, it is ripped straight from Dark Souls. Um, so these guys, they tend to be pretty spread out, and but they're tough. So you can fight one enemy, and then it'll give you a lot of souls, or runes, I guess they are, but it doesn't really matter. They're souls. Um, you kill one enemy, and then you can move on, like heal up, and then fight the next one. You can just farm these tougher enemies, uh, and I don't think they tend to do a lot of damage, especially in the beginning of the Red Forest. I don't know why this is turning into a strategy guide, um, but more. <laughs> I'm just like, because I know uh, that the, the, this Margit boss is turning some people off, um, and rightfully so, because you beat Margit, and then you still have to fight through this really tough castle, and then once you get to the end of the castle, there's another tough boss that you have to beat that doesn't have a friendly sum. Uh Yeah? I don't remember. The moon chick? The moon or... chick. I don't think it's the moon chick. Um, moon it's like another, is it the guy with the dragon hand? I think it's the guy with the oh, dragon yeah, hand. Oh, yeah,
2: it's the guy with the dragon
1: hand. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> it really is a one-two punch for people who are like, oh, well, I almost lost interest in the game. I beat Margit, and now I can finally explore the rest of the world. No, you have to beat someone that's even harder, <laughs> and you have less help to do it. Um, yes. it's, it's tough. I'm not going to lie. I still haven't even gone back to that castle and fully explored it. And I'm like, you know, 20 levels higher than I was the first time. Um, so I should probably, cause I'm sure there's a lot left to explore. And I took the little sneaky cheaters way by just hopping on all the roofs and doing like a, a thief's little run. Um, so I probably only got, like, two out of the, I don't know, like, ten bonfires that are in that area. So, I'll go do some exploring. Um, but I am thoroughly enjoying the game. Once you get past there, the world is so vast. And I've found so many, like, little areas that, like, are so cool. Like, today I just found, like, this little hereditary uh, or No, not hereditary. A uh, midsummer, like, cult area where there was, like, a bunch of enemies that were dancing, <laughs> like, around. And then they got really mad when I killed their dog. And then they
0: started killing me. I mean, to be fair, anyone would be like
1: that. That's true. Um, but they weren't too tough, so I, I killed them all. And then I, I, their leader was, like, this guy who was, like, Mr. Fantastic or something. Where, like, I killed him, and then when he got halfway dead, he turned into, like, a super stretchy guy. Where like his body kept stretching, and then he would like game stand like on the other side of the arena, and then he would like stretch his like torso towards me so he could swing his sword. It was way too goofy. Um, it
0: almost sounds like something that would be like a glitch in a game, where like <laughs> a, you know
1: what I'm talking about. Yeah, it kind of does. Um, it kind of looks like that, where it looks like the model's like stuck in a wall or something, and it's like <laughs> glitching out. Um, but it's intentional, and it's kind of great um, th- that's the thing is that all of these enemies are like they're so unique um, that like th- the first guy like Margit is just like this dude who has a like a big hammer and it's like a, a holy knife I think that's what it is which mm. is kind of lame <laughs> in like the grand <laughs> scheme of like Elden Ring bosses that I fought um, like I mean There is one that I haven't even tried to fight yet where there's, like, a big, like, dragon. Like, it looks like an old dragon, and then he has, like, eight little baby dragons around him. Uh, I killed one of the dragons, um, but every time a dragon hits you, it instantly kills you. So I'm like, I probably need to level up some more before I try to fight this guy. Um, So I'm... I, I feel like I'm pretty close to the end, but also people are still one-shotting me, and I don't know if that's intentional, so I'm probably
0: not. I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah,
1: but I'm also, like, I'm still using, like, the starting katana. I've just leveled it up, like, all the way to, like, level 16, which I don't know if you're necessarily supposed to do,
0: because I've gotten all these. why he's doing so bad.
1: Well, I, the katana's awesome. <laughs> the the like the amount of damage that that bleeding does if you like hit them enough it's sometimes it's like a quarter of their health so like if you just keep hitting them then it does like so much damage so it's like I I want to use all these like cool weapons that I'm getting from defeating these bosses and stuff but like also just tactically I can't do that otherwise I'm gonna die all the time so. I mean, Ryan I do need to grind, and I could use like. That is one of the thing that's nice is that like as you're leveling up, I don't remember how it was like in Dark Souls three. It's been a while since I played it, but the like ways that you level up your armaments is finding these like smithing stones, and those smithing stones level up. So like there's level one smithing stones up to like I think level nine. I'm not sure. I also haven't gotten to the end zone, so I don't know. Um, But, like, those levels of Smithing Stones will, like, enable you to level up your weapons up to a certain point. So I think I'm at Smithing Stone level seven right now at my katana. That's, like, level 14, I think. Those don't quote me on those numbers. But, like, because, like, you're not looking at at getting like level one smithing stones for your level 12 katana, you can use your level one smithing stones that you've like gathered up that you're not really using on your main weapon and you can level up some other weapons that you're not using. Um, so that's kind of cool, um, that you can do that. Um, I will say that at least right now I'm not incentivized to like, I've got what what's working for me and it's doing the damage I need it to. So I'm probably not going to level up some, like, cool hook hands or uh, even the other katana I got from being a bad bounty hunter guy. Um, Which, by the way, for people who have gotten to the Volcano Manor, now that's a good place. You go there, and then there's a little lady, and she's like, do you want to kill some other people? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And then she gives you some cool stuff if you kill other AI guys. So... I'd recommend that. I don't know if it's other AI guys. If you have PlayStation Plus or just use the Steam version, you might actually have to kill other players. Um, Yeah, (laughs) that's one of the things where it's like, are you you sure you want to do this? You're going to be, like, killing other people. And I'm like, I don't care. They're AI people. Whatever. They're just, like, red spirits. I don't well, know. Well,
0: yeah, PlayStation Plus. Are you sure you're probably going to be completely swamped <laughs> by pro players?
1: Well, I mean, it's a one on one thing. Um, oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: So, how it works is you invade other people's world. It's mm-hmm. so like as they're playing, it's just randomly you'll just be like, You've been invaded by Gamer Boy 69 <laughs> Oh, yeah,
0: I, I remember. Know. I saw a video. Apparently, someone got invaded while they're in a boss fight. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is the worst. <laughs> Which is why I usually have online services turned off when I was playing Dark Souls 3 because that used to happen all the time and it got me very angry. Because um, nice. the world is hard enough, I don't need other people trying to screw me over too. Um, but what I do miss is that I can't read the funny messages. The messages are like the best part of these games that other players will leave on the ground Um, because I don't know, (laughs) I don't know how to describe it, but like whenever you play a from software game, I think Sekro doesn't have these, which is very sad. But as you're walking around, there are like these little runes on the ground that other people leave that they write little messages to you, but they can't type in words like just manually. They have to like use specific words that from software has like Picked to be, like, like whatever you can use. So like, it's (laughs) it's just like I was like walking around when I was playing on Steam, and there would just be messages of just like Elden Ring behind wall, and then you'd hit the wall, and then it would be a fake wall, and like, well, it wouldn't be a fake wall because there are fake walls that you hit. And there's so many times that people will leave messages that will say "illusory wall ahead," and then you hit it and it's not, and then you then you get very angry because they duped you. Um, but I'm not. I, it's very funny. I, I'm not really doing it justice because the people get very creative with the words they're given um, to make some uh, some masterpieces. Um, but unfortunately, I'm not able to see those because I don't have PlayStation Plus, and I'm not willing to pay like $15 to see messages um, or get invaded by other people. So <laughs> I'm just going to save my cash. Um, but
0: Good idea.
1: I think for now, Elden Ring, check it out. I- I'm nice. going to give a, a hesitant recommendation because I'm enjoying all of the aspects of Elden Ring except its core mechanics that are ripped from Dark Souls. But the world, the enemies, the other characters you find, uh, the story still doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, uh, George R. R. Martin, uh, keep, keep doing the Game of Thrones stuff because this doesn't make any sense. And I saw somebody compiled all of the names of all of the NPCs that you can meet in, um, in the game, and they're, like, strikingly similar. Where there's like Il Ilrida or I can't pronounce any of these because they're like fantasy stuff. So like Iridra and Iridra, and those are like two two separate people. And they just he just changed a letter. I was like, how am I supposed to keep this straight? At least in Game of Thrones there was Tyrion Lannister and Jon Snow. Like those are two very different <laughs> sounding names. Um, and also it's just very confusing. So, I don't know. I I don't. I just don't get high fantasy. I think that's what it is.
0: Um, yeah, that's what it is.
1: But I'd recommend it. It's pretty fun. Um, it's very tough, though. Um, it's not. It's not something for the casual gamer. Only oh, elite gamers like myself will play elite. Dark Souls. <laughs> yes, I'm out. Then. It definitely is the Dark Souls of Elden Ring. That's for sure. So. That is my uh, renewed take on Elden Ring, the new game that is sweeping the nation. Um, We do have a little bit more gaming news. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just one bit of gaming news, I suppose. Uh, Star Wars Eclipse. This was a game that is is made by Quantic Dream. Uh, People have been advocating for this game to be boycotted. Because uh, the main guy, I don't remember his name. I should, because uh, let me let me search "Quantic Dream Bad Guy," and it will probably come up. Um, I'm I'm seeing that there are racist, sexist, and homophobic images of employees. Some that depicted developers in Nazi uniforms, but I don't. I don't see. There's like the one guy. It's like um, Bobby Kotick in Activision. Uh, David Cage. That's his name. He's always been like a kind of a weird renegade, and now there's been some like weird stuff that shows that he may or may not hate Jews. So um, people have that's been a... yeah. People have been kind of like, hey, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't make the the first um, non-book entry in the New High Republic, um, which I don't know anything about. Um, and we did get some news. Quantic Dream has announced its release window. Uh, they are looking to release in 2027 to 2028, citing they are struggling to hire staff. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Yes. Very big question.
0: No one mark. knows why. Nobody knows why. <laughs> Nobody knows. Uh,
1: especially since I believe David Cage is still working uh, in the production. Like, I think he is the lead designer. Um, so, yeah. Maybe let's uh, can that project. We Even did Rob get a... That's
0: pretty shame.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we got the little sizzle reel. I think that was at the Game Awards. Um But, you know, we can just can that project. It's okay, I think. Um,
0: Okay, move on.
1: Yeah. So I just thought it would be funny to bring up that they are struggling. That's okay. Uh, And then the last little bit of news is for who asked for this news? I know I didn't. Everybody's favorite segment. You are missing Pokemon, but it's okay. I forgive you. Oh.
0: Oh, he doesn't care about Pokemon. I know he doesn't. (laughs) <laughs> but I care.
1: <laughs> I right. saw the new starters. Everybody was going crazy. Weed cat about weed animals, cat. I like the dinosaur.
2: I like the dinosaur. I think, fire fire I think that's my
1: guy.
2: Um, he made a freaking pepper dinosaur and slapped a craft single on him and called him good. And I yeah, love him.
1: I like him. I like him a lot. uh oh, I forgot scary. what's the water one.
2: It's just a yeah. duck with a toupee. That's right. There's a duck. Not bad, but it's just a duck.
1: It's so. a duck. And there I, any I any like ducks? dinosaurs or cats.
2: Yeah, we have a lot of ducks already. So, I mean, weed cat and fire dinosaur pepper, whatever it's supposed to be, is pretty cool. I have no idea. But we're going to Spain. It's going to be very cool. I, I um, hope
1: that they don't ruin the future evolutions like they always do. I, ho- I hope not. I, I want. I need cool can evolutions. we just keep them cute for once in your G <laughs> Dang lives? Yeah. Like this pepper dinosaur, I would literally die for. But you know, like it's just gonna turn into a super hot, sexy, like ripped muscle man,
0: furry baby. No, that that's yeah. the weed cat. That's yeah, weed what cat's weed cat. cat, cat tra-
1: weed, tra- weed cat's gonna turn yeah, into cool cat. There's
0: always there's always the yeah. furry starter yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wasn't there like just a flame cat?
0: Phones,
2: um there not. was one in freaking
1: Fennekin. I remember yeah. I I used that one Wh- in
2: Y. Fe- yeah, Fennakin was Gen six, this is Gen 9. Oh. So That's that even... was a Fox though.
1: Wow, yeah, I guess that was Y. So then yeah. yeah. Sun and Moon and then wow, uh ago. Sword and Shield. And then mm-hmm. what is it? Ruby? No, it isn't
2: Ruby and Sapphire. That was remake.
1: What's it's the what's this new remakes? one? It's two gems.
2: It's uh That's also remake.
1: No, what <laughs> what is this new one?
2: Oh, uh Scarlet and Violet, I think. That sounds correct. It is. Yeah, okay. Which, you know, it sounds a little weird, but...
1: They aren't really no. opposites. But I guess swords no. and shields aren't opposites. It's opposite. red and
2: purple. Yeah, they are. I'd say Yeah, yeah. sword and shields are opposites. Red and purple aren't opposites.
1: <laughs> no. At least but, do I mean, red and... Whatever. Short it, it just cool. looks
2: good, because it's in Spain, and the starters actually have promise. So it's like, oh... That's true. Okay. It is weird that it's coming out later this year. That is weird.
1: Um, like, RCS just I, I, came out. <laughs> I think
2: it was different teams. I think they. Probably, yeah. The thing is, I think RCS was the beta test for this open world concept, and now this is the the boy. This is a flagship game. True. Um, well, it be. We'll, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it works. I'm excited. It, it looks good. Um, unlike RCS when it first got announced. But, I mean, Arceus yes. is good, so oh, yeah. I don't There's have any reason not to doubt it. Um, we shall soon see. We'll see. I... Keep the cat in all fours. and uh, <laughs> you
1: know, What does that mean? I... <laughs> don't, oh, don't okay, make, okay. Don't make him, Yeah. Don't make him a hot, sexy cat. I hate when yeah. they do that. I hate it's like, I don't do want him to be cool. Just keep him yeah. cute. It's like it's that not dog. not a
2: great starters. Keep it in that wheelhouse. Yeah. good. That's true. Um, I love the names of them though. They're all like Spanish and like Italian. Like
1: I don't know their names. Uh,
2: the, the cat's got like I don't. I forgot what the cat's name is, but it, it makes me happy.
0: Let me
1: see. New Pokemon starters. Oh wait, Sun Moon
0: had a Fire Cat starter. Did it? Yeah. Um. let me see. let name. Wait, was uh, that Incineroar?
2: Was that Litten. Yeah, it was Lytton. Okay, I forgot. Yeah. Litten. I'm just a deciduous main.
1: Uh, oh, okay. I
2: didn't play
1: that. Grass type. Weed cat is Sprigatito.
2: Yeah, it's Sprigatito. Sprigatito. Yeah, I love him. I love him.
1: Uh, fire type is Fuecoco. Yeah. And the water type is Quaxley.
2: Okay, Quaxley's a pretty cool name. Though.
1: <laughs> For a duck. Quacksly. We're going to have a lot of
2: fun with naming
1: since it's Spanish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I- I- I'm i definitely team dinosaur. Yeah, I'm Team uh, Dinosaur. I know I'm not mad at the cat that.
2: at all, though. The I'm not mad at people.
1: the cat. It's just a cat, though. I mean, like... It's it not not just really a cat, that's it's a weed cat, so it's automatic. It's kind of funny that it is a weed... It's probably, like, yeah. it's cilantro. Yeah, it's <laughs> something like it's that, I don't it's know. It's just a basil cat. It's a basil cat. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: swear.
2: It's weird that they made the dinosaur, but he's also, like, a... He's supposed to be a pepper.
1: But, like... Yeah.
2: It's a dinosaur. Dinosaur.
1: I I like that though. I like. I, I, I don't know apple. what else it would be if you're trying to design a little. Yeah, he does kind of guy. look like an apple. There's already an apple Pokemon. It's
2: it's Spain. Yeah. It's got to be a pepper of some sort. I think. Yeah, it's
1: Muy Caliente.
2: Yeah, but that's pretty much all we know right now. Um, yeah, but fire. off to a good start. Just don't mess it up, Game
1: Freak. Well, we'll see. <laughs> if Sword and Shield has taught us nothing, is that they often rush production.
2: Yeah. And if Arceus shows us anything that there's a glimmer of hope. That's true. And these that three is
1: starters,
0: true. As, long as they help. if they if they can throw Arceus and Manline games into a bucket with good graphics, it would be like, heck yeah. yes, I'm buying that day one probably. That's, the graphics
2: look pretty decent from like the shots we've seen. Like things are actually populated; yeah. it's not empty space. Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, and I
0: saw an image of apparently an incredibly detailed Magnemite, but I mean that doesn't matter or anything if the grass is like two pixels. Yeah, <laughs> that's true.
2: Well, that's with RCS, the Pokemon are incredibly detailed, but like yeah. the environments are not. Which I guess it's better than having
0: that the other way around. But yeah, two pixel Pokemon, fair. but with like <laughs> yeah, ray shading graphics. That could be cool. Ray tracing, not ray shading.
1: I, the Switch cannot handle ray tracing. <laughs> no. It's five years old.
0: Um,
1: we are in desperate need of a Switch 2 or whatever their next console is going to be. Um, I've seen some people make jokes that it is going to be the Switch U, and I think that would be funny. Um, <laughs> but I doubt that's what the it's going to be. Nintendo, they got to have like a quirky name for it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like the Nintendo Snap. Or, the dual Switch. Or, or the something. Clap. Or, the flip—I don't know. The flip. <laughs> it's like a flip phone. flip. <laughs> flip phone console. Yeah, they're 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 taking a page out of Samsung's book.
2: What if it's the normal switch, but the screen is a flip phone? So when you open it, it's double the size because you flip it open, so you have more screen area.
1: That on, would be pretty the... cool. Except yeah. I hardly ever use the handheld mode.
2: And then it'd be square, so you'd have to make four three games. Oh, that would be so. Which sick. would be pretty cool.
1: You could port. All of the N sixty four games.
2: Yeah, <laughs> honestly, that's not that's that's a good idea since Nintendo makes like all of their own games. Yeah, like, switch up the aspect ratio. Go four three on them. Oh
1: yeah, nice. go Zack Snyder. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. Why not? It'd be fun. I I, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it would be kind of weird to like play a game in four three and then you plug it into your TV and then oh, it's sixteen yeah, nine. Close. Just make a dynamic
2: aspect ratio. I'm sure it's very easy for you. Yeah, it's
1: very simple
2: to do that. Yeah.
1: Well, they, do s- they spend like five years making games anyways. They'll, they can work yeah. on dynamic aspect ratios. I think we'll be okay. Make, pull a Wes Anderson on them. They can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Wes Anderson, let's get back to the who asked for this news. It oh, doesn't yeah. have anything to do with Wes Anderson. I maybe shouldn't have prefaced <laughs> with that. It has to do with everyone's favorite, Will Smith. Let's oh yeah, go. yes. Who here by show of hands loves Will Smith? I'm raising my hand. Yeah, I would hope that you guys I are
0: am raising totally your raising hands. My hand. Let's go.
1: Are you guys familiar with a little indie gem called I Am Legend?
0: Of course. Possibly.
1: Did you know that they are making a sequel to I Am Legend? Is oh my Will god. Smith in it? Will Smith is in it. Let's go. Dude. Now I know you're asking yourself. I'm not. He's going to play the dog. How is that possible? Oh. I don't know if you That's have seen the film I Am Legend. Yeah. But spoiler alert, Will Smith dies he in the end.
2: the entire Shrek well, opening
1: scene. He does do that. That is the best scene in the movie is when he yeah. just starts talking about Shrek. Um, But That's he really dies right. in the end. Very dramatically. His whole lab explodes with him in it. And he is going to be returning with, you'll never guess, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, I know. Everyone's favorite actor, Michael B. Jordan. I actually don't have anything against Michael B. Jordan. I like Michael B. Jordan. We'll see him in no. The Wire this week uh, as a little baby. Um, but, yeah. The I Am Legends sequel in development with Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan as leads. Um. I've seen some people He's cite the dog. Uh, probably not the same dog. That dog is dead. Yeah, oh! it's been tw- like twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> I think I Am Legend came out in two thousand
0: two. Uh, I th- I think dogs should live that long. Right? He can still be alive.
1: not like German shepherds. Uh, oh, not okay.
0: two
1: thousand seven. So it's been what fifteen years? Six. Okay. Right. Something like that? 16? If I'm counting? I don't know. So that dog is probably
0: dead. It wasn't definitely. a puppy. Oh, I, well, <laughs> well, yeah. German it. Shepherds lived to be like 8 or 9. That's, yeah, it's 9 dead. to 13 years freak, so he's probably dead, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely frick. dead. Unless he's the oldest German Shepherd in the world and he's like 16 or something. Then maybe.
1: The oldest German Shepherd working in the film industry? I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah, I've seen a dog's puppy. purpose. <laughs> <laughs> uh well you know the dog is also dead like the dog dies yeah. in the movie oh yeah, the, the, yeah. <laughs> kind of on the, dog the dog i think he dies like halfway through the movie it's oh like, i thought
0: uh, you meant they literally killed the dog on set
1: no yep. no this isn't like apocalypse now where they actually kill an
0: animal why didn't that actually happens.
1: <laughs> oh yeah in apocalypse now they kill a bull
0: Oh, that's a bull. That's not like a dog or it's something. Pretty it's pretty graphic. It's
1: I wish I could erase that memory from my mind, but I now have the image of someone chopping a bull's head off that is real. They actually did that.
0: Should have gone for the balls first.
1: They, uh, well, I don't know. They might have. Maybe. I don't know. They might have cut that part. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but it's I hear, pretty sad. I
0: hear the balls make good soup.
1: You know, Rocky Mountain oysters... They have a name for a reason. It's a delicacy. Yeah. Speaking of uh, testosterone-fueled, action-packed blockbuster flicks, let's talk about the Batman, everybody's favorite you film. Talk about the Batman. Yeah, we'll Again, I'll talk about cool. the Batman. Um. Okay. So this movie is. Uh, I guess it's one of the most hyped events of the year. I. I didn't know how many people were hyped for it. I knew I was very excited. Um, but, man, that theater was packed last night. Um, I saw it on opening day, Friday. There were, you know, midnight, you know, quote-unquote midnight showings on uh, Thursday night. I did not go to see those. I instead went uh, on Friday at 6.40, which probably was, like, the, the worst time to see it if I wanted less people in the theater. Yep. Um, But I'm pretty sure it was a sold-out show, Um, which you know, good and bad thing. Uh, You know, it's nice to have the atmosphere of like you know people laughing along. There isn't really moments in this movie where you laugh along, Um, but I would recommend seeing this in the theater. I don't, I don't think that this is one you're gonna want to miss. I think this is definitely one like Dune, where. This is a blockbuster that deserves to be seen on the big screen. Um, This movie is very cinematic. Um, The lighting in it is very uh, dark. Uh, That's a good and a bad thing. I think sometimes it can be a little bit too dark. You can't quite see what's going on. Um, But, you know, that's fine. Um, But it is just oozing with atmosphere. This is definitely the most, like, you know maybe like Arkham games or like some of the like 90s, 2000s Batman comics where they got like really dark with it. Like, like the killing joke or something where, you know, that's the story where the Joker shoots Batgirl in her spine and paralyzes her from the waist down. Um, it's, it gets, it gets pretty dark in, in the comics and this definitely feels like that. Obviously, it's not an R-rated movie. It was PG-13. Um, okay, some people were very upset by that. Oh, of course they were. Um, I think some people wanted this to be the dark, edgy Batman movie that I, I think we've all wanted. Um, not quite, but it, this, it doesn't pull any punches. Um, I, I will say I was... A little bit nervous going in because the trailers definitely showed a lot of the fight scenes, but the, the like two fight scenes that are in the trailers are like literally some of the first scenes in the movie. Um, this this movie does a great job of establishing like I think, you know, I'm gonna be comparing this a lot to the Nolan Batman movies, because these you know, there's some direct comparisons here. I'm not going to be comparing this to the Zack Snyder Batman movies because those are an embarrassment and I hate them. Um, so I think this is definitely like TLDR. This is definitely like probably one of the best Batman movies since uh, since Nolan left this post Nolan DC. Well, I mean it's it's definitely the best DC movie so far, and that's even beating like the Suicide Squad. And what? Joker, which
0: can't be Suicide Squad.
1: The Suicide Squad's great. That's a great movie. Um, but I think this is definitely better. Um, Whoa. Which I know very shocking. I think in the like ranking list, I think it goes The Dark Knight, uh, Batman Begins, Batman eighty nine. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises, and then all of the other '90s ones that weren't as good. I guess the Danny DeVito Penguin one is right under the Dark Knight Rises, and then everything else is kind of garbage trash. Um, so, and I think right now this one is—I think it's right above Batman Begins. So it doesn't quite beat the Dark Knight, which I—I don't—I wasn't going in with that expectation that it was going to beat the Dark Knight. Because The Dark Knight is not only one of the best superhero movies ever, it's also just one of the best movies. It's probably Chris Nolan's best, in my opinion. Um, And, you know, it's going to be tough to beat that, especially with, you know, Heath Ledger as the Joker. Um, It's one of the best performances of all time. Um, It's going to be pretty tough to beat that. But it is right under it. Um, That being said, it's it's definitely not perfect. Um, I think in terms of pacing, the first act really, really solid. Um, it, it feels like a kind of dark noir movie with like hints of action. Um, the action scenes aren't like I'm trying to word this. You know, like sometimes in action movies, like a John Wick or something, the story is more or less like a backdrop to just to get to the fight scenes. It's just something to like, you know, carry through really in the Batman. It kind of feels like that the fight scenes are kind of a backdrop to get to the story, which kind of feels weird to say, um, because the fight scenes are like really understated, like they're really short and like <laughs> they're kind of they're I mean, they're choreographed really well. They're shot really well. Like, you can actually tell what's going on, which a lot of action movies kind of fall prey to, like, quick cutting around so you can't really see. There's a lot of, like, long shots in these fight scenes where you, like, actually see them, like, you know, breaking arms and, you know, kicking teeth out and stuff. Um, But they're, like, really short. Like, probably the longest one um, that isn't, like, a car chase because the car chase is its own thing. But, um, like... It's probably, like, a minute long. It's it's wicked. <laughs> They're all, like, really short. Uh, and the majority of the movie is just a, like, mystery, um, which we know that, like, you know, the Riddler is heavily involved, and he's like, more or less acting like the Zodiac Killer. Um, so he's, like, killing people, leaving notes behind that are, like, I mean, we've all, like, I think in the trailer you see some notes that say, like, to the Batman, and he's, like, directly kind of calling out the Batman to be, um, kind of, like, taking on the case and, you know, trying to solve his great mystery, um, and, of course, you know, let's talk about the Robert Pattinson in the room, uh, people have been asking, you know, I think it was a great cast, I do enjoy Robert Pattinson, um, Post Twilight, he's been in a lot of weird art house movies. um, Where, I mean, I wasn't really a big fan of The Lighthouse, but I enjoy how weird it was and how weird Robert Pattinson is in real life. Um, Just watching an interview with this dude, um, I have no idea what he's talking about 80% of the time, but he's kind of, I kind of like that. Um, And in this, I think, I think. He is the best Batman we've gotten so far. Whoa. I know. I think, really, it's a it's a competition between him and Christian Bale. Um, but I think Christian Bale's Batman is kind of, I wouldn't say laughable, but the voice, the voice, you know. It's kind of hard to talk about the Christian Bale Batman movies and not talk about the voice. Yeah. Um, You know, people were making fun of it then, and Chris Nolan, like, even tried to change it a little bit. Um, He even changed Bane's voice, but you still can't understand anything Bane says. Um, But, yeah, he's hard to understand. I think Christian Bale works as a Bruce Wayne pretty well. Um, And, you know, in those movies, he's, like, about 50% Bruce Wayne, 50% Batman. The majority of those, like, scenes and The Dark Knight and stuff is just... Bruce Wayne being a socialite, he's kind of like, he's talking with Harvey Depp, or Harvey Depp. I can't remember his name, because De-
0: Harvey, Harvey, De-
1: Harvey Dent, that's it, I, I should know that, um, Depp. Harvey Depp, <laughs> uh, but you know, he's, he's socializing with Harvey Dent, he's like throwing these big lavish galas where he meets Catwoman, and he's like trying to swoon over... Uh, Frick, why can't I remember her name? I, I don't want to be that guy, but it's Jake Gyllenhaal's... Maggie Gyllenhaal, that's her name. I was almost that guy who was like, that's Jake Gyllenhaal's sister. But Maggie Gyllenhaal is a very established actress. Um, but, you know, he's trying to swoon Maggie Gyllenhaal. Uh, and, you know, this movie, it's about, like, 90% Batman and 10% Bruce Wayne. Um, in, in this telling of Bruce Wayne, he is... Like an outcast, he is a recluse, he never goes out in public. The one time he goes out in public, it is a huge monumental event. Like, that we're like, oh snap, we are seeing Bruce Wayne, who hasn't been seen in like 10 years. Um, He is just like kind of chilling in his house all the time. And when he's not chilling in his house or sleeping, he is on the town beating up crooks um, and talking with. I don't think he's Commissioner Gordon in this movie. Kind of like in the uh, Dark Knight trilogy. Um, He doesn't start off as Commissioner Gordon. I think he's like Lieutenant Gordon or something. Detective Gordon. I don't know. Um, But, you know, anytime there's a commissioner in a Batman universe that isn't Jim Gordon, then you know he's probably going to die. So I guess we'll see. Um, But... Uh, yeah, this movie is really freaking good. Um, uh, I guess just to go into a little bit of slight criticism without going into spoilers, uh, the second act feels a little bit unfocused, a little bit all over the place. Um, It falls into the classic Spider-Man 3 trap where you are establishing way too many villains and not giving uh, enough time to the ones that you are interested in. Um, so, like, the first act is all about Riddler, and then the second act, Riddler kind of disappears, and then, like, Riddler comes back, and it's like, uh, okay. (laughs) It's like,
0: why? He had to go grab a bagel.
1: He had to go grab a bagel. Let's talk to the penguin. (laughs) you right back. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: and, you know, the penguin, um... I was talking with our, our other movie friend Grant. He saw it today in oh, IMAX. Opinion, Grant. Let's go, Grant. Really enjoyed the
0: movie. Oh, I um, was thinking he'd hate it. You Bear would it think.
1: You would think. But Grant also loves the Dark Knight trilogy, considering that he is a huge Chris Nolan fan. Of course, he is. Yeah. Um. So, uh, he was he had very high hopes for this one, and he really loved it. Um, he actually did not like Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Um, Colin Farrell, um, an Irishman, decided to go balls to the wall and try to do a Boston accent, um, which I don't think he fails at. I think it's actually a pretty good Boston accent. There are a couple like pitfalls where he's just doing like stereotypical Boston. You can kind of tell. I did notice in the credits that there are two dialect coaches credited, and I would imagine that those are for um, <laughs> Colin Farrell learning his Boston accent. I don't know who else would be doing accent work because Andy Serkis keeps his British accent. Um, I think Jerry from Succession is in this movie. I couldn't tell, but um, she is uh, like his his maid Bruce Wayne's maid. So he has Alfred and Jerry, I think. You only get like one shot of her and she's like way off in the distance, but I could swear that that was Jerry from Succession. I could be wrong. Um <laughs> I don't know. Um but yeah. Uh I don't know. It's not it's not as consistent as The Dark Knight. I think Paul Dano as the Riddler. Eh it's not the best Paul Dano performance that I've seen. Um, he usually tends to be really good. Um, but especially like, you know, I think it's hard to compare Batman villains at this point because we've had three really stellar Joker performances with Jack Nicholson and Heath Jared. Ledger and, uh, Jared Leto, of course. Yeah. Um, no, not Jared Leto, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, So it's kind of hard to judge Paul Dano when we have three really good performances to compare him to. I would say he's good. I would say he's, eh, like, I don't know, passable. There are moments where he kind of just goes and, like, kind of insane, and he starts, like, screaming at people, which if you're going for the Zodiac killer thing he needs to be like kind of calm collected meticulous he needs to kind of like you know he just needs to be a little bit more there um and for him to like kind of fly off the handle it kind of goes against that like Riddler thing you know you'd expect that from like a penguin or um like Carmine Falcone who was also in this movie um that's not a spoiler. That's John Turturro. Um You can look it up in the cast. Um, but he plays a very sizable impact on this movie. He represents organized crime, which in The Dark Knight, organized crime takes a huge backseat to the Joker. Um, but in this movie, it is more or less the focal point of the second act, um, which I think is the weakest part. Because, you know, I think one of the main strong suits of Batman, I think it's pretty similar to Spider-Man, but to a more, like, a bigger extent. I think the strong point of Batman is definitely its villains. It's got a a great, like, kind of rogues gallery, I think it's called, of uh, these really distinct characters. And, um, you know, just to be looking at organized crime... That's not really interesting, um, but that is definitely personal preference. I would have liked to see, you know, I we don't need to talk about, you know, the Joker did not need to be in this movie. Um, it could have just been a Riddler movie, and that would have been like really good. But I think because it tried to introduce Carmine Falcone and Catwoman and the Penguin, there's just a lot of unnecessary kind of stuff. I'm not going to say filler because I never felt like it was dragging or that like I wanted scenes to be over, um, which is crazy because it is three hours long, um, but it it definitely could have, I don't know. It just didn't need to be all that, um, but it is a better start to this bat verse thing that Matt, Reeves is wanting to start Um, we'll see this next installment I'm going to say is going to be uh, significantly better than this one hopefully Um, because this is really flipping good so if this is where you're starting it can only go up from here and especially with this new attitude that DC is taking where it's just picking out good directors and letting them do what they want um, with James Gunn and Matt Reeves and um, Zack Snyder. Huh. Yes, I know. Very funny joke. Uh-huh. Uh, Zack Snyder, I don't think he's involved with DC anymore. I don't oh. think. I think they've parted ways because uh, everyone hates Zack Snyder's movies. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Not because of any... No, Zack Snyder was not canceled. If anything, Twitter absolutely loves Zack Snyder. Um, if I had to, like... All of the reviews I saw for the Batman were like, "This is great." Now make a Ben Affleck Batman movie, uh, and that made me want to yarf. Um, I think
2: DC fans are just so used to like being disappointed that they don't want good things.
1: It's so crazy because, like, I would say like all of the movies that typical DC fans hated are like their best ones. So, like, people did not like like the Joker. Well, like DC fans, I, I would say like you know. I don't want to say regular people and then DC fans. No, say
2: regular people.
1: Okay. Regular people (laughs) saw movies like The Suicide Squad (laughs) and The Joker and, like, The Batman and thought, wow, those were great movies. This is a step in the right direction. And DC fans saw The Suicide Squad and said the 2016 Suicide Squad was better. Even though it was a (laughs)
2: friend.
1: I want Zack Snyder to make a four hour four three movie in black and white because I don't care. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) yeah, they're they are very dumb and they think that Ben Affleck was the best Batman when I would say that even George Clooney was better than Ben Affleck. And George Clooney is was probably one of the worst Batman ever. Uh, in the hilarious movie Batman and Robin, which I think is so bad that it would be fun to do for one of our bad movie nights, because it is, it, it is laughably bad. Um, Batman has a bat credit card in that, in that movie. That's pretty good. It that, is that's pretty, realistic. That's it, cool. is, <laughs> it is realistic. Um, I believe it is a scene where Batman and Robin are trying to um, woo Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. And Robin cannot afford to buy her a fancy car, but Batman pulls out his Bat credit card and buys her like a really fancy car. And he's like, "The Bat credit card. Never leave home without it." While looking directly at the camera. That's good.
2: That's good advertising.
1: It, <laughs> I don't think it's a real thing. It's just it was a really weird choice.
2: It makes you feel like it's a real thing.
1: It does. It makes you feel like you're watching a commercial.
2: It makes me feel like Batman.
1: I don't think that's what it made you feel like.
2: Can we talk about Little Caesars stealing donkeys bit as a as a marketing campaign?
1: I have no idea uh-huh. what you're talking about.
2: Little Caesars has a Batman pizza, and it says this pizza will make you feel like Batman. I really? This. Yeah, it's their campaign around the Batman.
1: Little it's Caesars. It's really
2: strange that they just stole his whole flow. All this thing. Yeah. A like little... the bat calzone or whatever it is.
1: That is... It looks, like like a heart attack.
2: it looks awful, but...
1: Yeah, it looks like a bow tie it's or something. It yeah. does
2: look
0: like a bat.
1: Little Caesars dared to make a Batman-shaped calzone by Polygon. Yeah.
0: It don't look like a bat. Though.
1: It, does it say it really makes you feel like Batman?
2: Yeah, it'll make you feel like Batman.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Wow
0: eating pizza if you feel like Batman the it's just, it's That doesn't even
1: make rip. any sense.
0: It's gotta be a donkey rip. There's
2: no
1: way. There's That doesn't make sense. It's like a marketing thing.
2: No, it doesn't, but it's like, Little Caesars. So.
1: Like when Burger King made Fantastic Four burgers, they weren't like, this will make you feel like the thing. Like
2: that doesn't make <laughs> but it. has gotta be a donkey reference, though. I mean, only, it has to be. Why,
1: why else what would you like, pick how that? How does that get through? I have no idea. It's either like my guess is that it's just, like, whatever marketing guy was just like, what if I could sneak this in and then no one yeah, will notice? And he, did it. And he did it. That's kind of funny. I love it. Yeah. It is a little weird.
0: Probably not going to have it ever, but it's pretty funny.
1: Yeah. No, it even... looks awful. I, I would die eating that. Yeah, yeah, Little Caesars pizzas are very greasy.
2: They're kind of never... bomb, like, low-key. Like, people hate on them way too much, but I'm not
0: eating a bad calzone because it looks no. awful. I've never had Little Caesars. It's not, it's, it's not the worst. It's not the worst. It's pretty
1: decent. Although I don't know if there's it's like a pizza cheap. out there that is very bad. No, I've, I I even like Domino's cheap,
2: pizza affordable. to an extent. It's yeah. It's it's easy to get.
1: Yeah, and you get two of them for the price of one. Yeah. Well, I, I don't are think you? that's a thing anymore. It's very, it's very cheap. <laughs> it is cheap. Yeah. So that's good. Um, and oh, that good. you know, if you call in and tell them that you are head of sales and tell them to print out a picture of a giraffe and and. They will do it. They will do it. So that's kind of funny. So, I guess that wraps up the discussion on the Batman. We'll yeah. probably have a, a more s- a spoilered, in-depth discussion once Babby sees it, which will be. Um.
2: I'll try next weekend. I don't know. Okay. Give me two weeks at most. That'll be spoiler embargo too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's true. So give it a couple weeks, and then we'll give our full thoughts on all of the big things. Like the fact that the Riddler does the whoosh skirt in one of his videos. It's so crazy. That's crazy. What? He was, like, like doing a live stream thing, and then he was, like, going on TikTok, and he was like, I'm going to do Addison Rae, all the dances on Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) And then he started screaming at Jimmy Fallon. I thought it was really weird. And then the Joker came out and killed Jimmy Fallon on the show. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it. That's all I have. Baby, go talk about music.
2: Okay. Yeah. Just throwing it to me, defeated.
1: Well I'm not defeated. I said Um, it was a good movie.
2: Okay. I don't really have a lot. Uh I got to the Beach House album finally. Um it's how long is this? an hour and 25 minutes. Oh, Honestly, yeah. I don't remember half of it. Wow. But I'm not mad at it.
0: Understandable.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's like very like wavy synth uh, pop. So, it's like it's like you just listen to it and it's good, and that's all I can gather right now. I need to listen to it more, but it's so long that I can't gather f- thoughts on it.
1: Yeah, there's four the songs discs. Are
2: so incredibly fluid that it's hard to even like pin down things. Um but it's divided into four discs. Yeah. Um, which are all pretty good. Again, it's, it's very fluid, but uh, it's very good. It just feels like they're flexing on you for, like, way too long. It's like, look at how constantly good this material is for an hour and a half. And then you probably, like, walk away remembering, like, three songs. <laughs> um, but those three songs I remember are very good. The rest of it is also very good. It's just I can't, like, give in-depth thoughts yet um yeah i don't know how music reviewers got to this one quick because this is also my first exposure to be beach house so that could be part of it mm. but um yeah i need a lot more time to sit with it but it is very good will recommend um if you have an hour and a half to kill or <laughs> if you just need to really get some stuff done and need like a smooth listening experience that's also pretty sick would it be good um,
1: elden ring music no <laughs> okay. <laughs> I often have things on while I'm playing Elden Ring because it is very quiet.
2: Unless you want to feel like you're like, like driving down the beach in your freaking drop top jeep and like Deep a vaporwave wave music video.
1: Oh, like wow. what kind of music is it?
2: Uh, very synth wavy. It's very like airy. Oh, and okay. Yeah.
1: So not good Elden Ring music. Though.
2: No, okay. it's very spacey and airy and light. Gotcha. That's
0: Kind of Love space from
2: it. music. Yeah, I mean, this the, <laughs> isn't the space song they're most popular on. Yeah, space it's song is that's yeah, that's literally their most popular song. It's the space song. <laughs> I, I'm space sure all song. of you have heard space song. Really? Yeah. Maybe. It's, I can't. It was play incredibly right popular. Now. But you, you, you don't. You won't know that you know it, but if you hear it, you know it. Okay, um, I'll
1: play it after I, oh, the podcast.
2: Okay. Um, but that's pretty uh, good. Okay. Need to give it more listens. Um push a tee, push a tea. Another
1: song. <laughs> push a tea. Push a tea.
2: Um this Hear Hear Me Clearly is a song. Uh this one's a lot better than Diet Coke. This is what I wanted. Um Diet Coke is not bad by any means. It's just it wasn't at the push a tea level that I wanted.
0: Prefer um, Diet
2: Gipsy. Exactly. <laughs> Diet Coke had a really, really great beat, but the wordplay wasn't there. And then this one has like amazing wordplay and the beats kinda, you know, so so. Oh, okay. Um, So, you get both half of the coins on each song. But I definitely prefer this one more. It feels like he's in his prime Daytona uh, bag again, which is good. Good. um, He also said half the album's produced with Kanye production, half of it's produced with Pharrell production. Oh. We've only heard the Kanye part tracks, so I'm interested to see what Pharrell's doing with them.
1: I like Pharrell Um, production.
2: Because that's going to own. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully he drops soon. I mean... I need the whole thing at this point I have a feeling like Jid uh, Vince Staples and Pusha T are all going to drop in like the same time and I'm just going to be like barred out to the point where I can't process things anymore yeah but very good Um, excited to see where he goes Um, that's all the singles and albums and stuff this week that's it Um, but Genius did finish um, we had the third part of the documentary it's over it's um, all done. It's all done. Did he talk about
1: the car crash?
2: That was, like, the first <laughs> <laughs> It
1: was the first. Yeah, I think it was the I crash. would hope so. Yeah. It was before his rap career.
2: Yeah. No, like, but, like, the first one was, like, back in, like, 2002. It was, oh, like, oh, okay. a while back. I think the car crash was, like, near the end of the first episode. Okay. Um, but, yeah, third part's out. Uh, I guess I can judge the whole thing as a whole now. Um, overall, it is very good. I'm so glad they did not let Kanye have full creative control over it and let the actual documentary maker do his thing. Um, it came across so much better that way because I can imagine Kanye wanting to change some things in the third episode. Mm. Um, I'm glad they did not let him do that because uh, that would just be, you know, it'd be a sin, not <laughs> Christ like. That's true. Um, but first part's really great. I love it goes from like a incredibly motivational and like you know self confident point in the first episode, and it's so like refreshing to see the old Kanye
1: yeah and
2: like everything he stood for, and then you slowly see him get more demented and demented throughout <sighs> it um to the point where the third episode is just really sad
1: I, I imagine so,
2: yeah. Um, yeah but I don't know, I just love how in depth the documentary goes. Like, there's literally footage from like him talking to the dentist after the car crash. He's like, I got to film this music video in like four weeks. Can I have my mouth fixed by then? And he's like, you're crazy. You can't do that. You idiot. <laughs> um, and then they go through the whole, through the wire thing where he did it anyways. Yeah. Um, which is really cool stuff. Third part, uh, they, they, kind of broke apart, um, with when graduation came out. Cause at that point, Kanye was like the biggest artist in the world. Yeah. Um, and he didn't make no documentary crew with him, I guess. Um, so it kind of skipped over like graduation through Isis, mm. Um, which is a little unfortunate because I would have liked to see like studio sessions and stuff from Yeezus specifically. I'd like to see like how crazy that stuff would have been. Mm. Um, but like, that's no fault of the documentary maker. It's just Kanye was like, see you. Yeah. Um, which I understand that kind of. But at the same time, kind of feels bad, man. Yeah. Um, but I picked back up with Pablo 2016. Um, it was kind of from the point, I like that the documentary maker kind of put himself into it more. Um, and his kind of life, him like growing a family as Kanye was doing this thing during like this off period. Um, and then like the relationship being like forever changed. Like once he came back and everything was like different, you could tell it was like very different. Like it was very. Like, they were very, very close in the first two episodes because they, they would spend every single day, like, documenting. Mm-hmm. Um, so wherever Kanye was going, he was there with a the camera. And then just, like, you you see the montage of all the Kanye scandals and all the album success and everything. Yeah. And then you come back and you see Kanye and him in a room again doing, like, the same thing they were doing in 2004, but it's so completely different. It's, like, jarring. Um, but, yeah, it was still really cool to see. And then you start seeing the rapid decline, uh, you got a lot of uh wyoming ranch footage of the jesus is king sessions oh, and everything yeah. um and kanye's very he's he's such an interesting person cuz he'll like drop gems and like be so thoughtful and mindful in one clip and then literally 30 minutes later in that same day he's just like completely erratic and making no sense well, it's he's so bipolar
1: scary.
2: <laughs> yeah but, like just seeing it in the documentary is like oh my god this is crazy yeah Like, the amount of decline that goes through with that illness and him being, like, not medicated during that area. Because they show parts where he is medicated. Um, And then he, honestly, had that that TMZ thing where he went off the rails and he was off meds. And then they had documentary footage after that. It was, like, insane. Um,
1: Well, isn't it, like...
2: like, The guy even cut documentary footage, like, when he was going on these rants, like, off his meds. Because he's like, I can't, like, in good faith keep recording this. This is sad.
1: Yeah. I mean, isn't it, like, a thing that he goes off meds whenever he works on new projects?
2: Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. when he did the TMZ thing, Jesus is King was, like, right around the corner, I believe. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. But, I mean, you see the ranch, you see everything. Uh, It's, it's very in-depth, which I appreciate. And even though, like, it's showing Kanye in this bad light, it's not like a, like, look at how bad this guy is. It's more of like a, this is the person I once knew, and this is kind of sad, but also there's still a lot of these points of, like, him actually being that old person still, it's just not as frequent. Um, There's like those glimmers of like, hey, this looks like the person from the first part of the documentary. And then it just goes away. Um, So it's a very good documentary. Um, Not at all Kanye propaganda, which is awesome. uh, Because I'm sure Kanye would have made a very different creative direction (laughs) in his headspace with this documentary. um, Unfortunately. But the genius title, I don't care. It's it's a good title um with this documentary it's like not not like a self (laughs) ego building title it's just like here's the title for this documentary um if you want to find meaning for it you can find your own meaning for it but it's not just like oh look at this best artist of all time ever made kanye west made by kanye west that's not what it is yeah um so no i I think it's really good um i think some people were a little off-put with a third part just because they didn't get to see that inside studio footage of all the other parts and then like um, I mean Kanye's stands are uh, delusional at this current moment so I think some of them were mad to see like oh they're showing the bad parts of him during this point or whatever
1: but there's a lot I mean, of bad parts to there's a lot of bad parts Kanye right now, right
2: now. <laughs> yeah yeah there's not a lot of good things no. um, but overall really good um, definitely recommend it was a very cool thing to see and I'm glad to the documentary maker is getting his bag for it after 20 plus years of working on it, so. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's a lot, a lot of years.
1: Documentary makers are crazy. Mm-hmm. They they spend so much time in mm-hmm. between projects. I don't know how they do it.
2: Especially they have the hindsight to be like, I'm going to start recording Kanye in 2002. Yeah. Like before he's even, like, he knew he was going to be a rapper, but I'm like, I'm going to drop, because he was a stand-up comedian, I'm going to drop my comedy career, and I'm going to, a full-time documentary maker, like, following Kanye West. That's
1: crazy. <laughs> that's
2: a, crazy. Big, that, that's a, that's a
1: huge leap thing. of faith.
2: Yeah. Especially since they're both from Chicago and they started in New York because it was 2002 and he's working for Jay-Z. Mm. So, like, they were in New York. So he had to move to New York and everything, too, which is crazy. Um, yeah. But, man. Good documentary. Would recommend. Um, Bad Kanye News, the Easy music
1: video came out. Uh, yeah. That was something. The game music video. Is it the yes. game or is it Kanye featuring the game? It's the game
2: featuring Kanye, but nobody cares about the game's verse. Okay. So, is it really his song? I, I Kanye produced it and has the only verse people talk about it in?
1: I, I've just seen mm. people say Kanye featuring the game.
2: Yeah. It, that's what it feels like. Okay. But technically, yeah, it, The song is so weird because the cover art is the monkey. So that that was like a whole thing when that came out. And now the music cover, and now it's another thing. Um, But yeah, the music video is Claymation, and it shows Kanye uh, decapitating and burying Pete Davidson. Which is a little
1: extreme. Which is rather funny under any other context.
2: Yeah, (laughs) under any other context, that's like cool.
1: That's Um, a a funny bit.
2: This this is just Mm. sad. Yeah, it's very sad. Um, I, I've been saying for weeks that Kanye's in his divorced dad Joker arc, but this really is the divorced dad Joker arc. This is yeah. the moment in Joker where he shoots the freaking
0: yeah, Jimmy
2: Fallon
1: guy. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> shoots Robert De Niro. Yeah. Watch out, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, watch out, Jimmy Fallon. Um, I saw Jimmy Fallon had Pete Davidson on like <laughs> right after that. <laughs> really? like, yeah, I think so. I thought I saw him. <laughs> <Like, That's> interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was in response, I think it was just unrelated.
0: It was like that. A
1: video came out, and then like Pete Davidson was on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, I don't think he asked him about it. I
2: don't know that that music video is like bad. It's trashy. It's what are you doing?
1: Well, I mean, that's kind of like this whole thing he's going through is that. Yeah,
2: it's it's just you know,
1: especially after Donda, which like as someone who isn't a Kanye fan, at least I can recognize and appreciate what he was trying to do with Donda. Yeah, but this is like he's just so. It's, it's like the lowest of the lowest.
2: It is sad. Yeah. Um, and especially with like you've dated two women after you've broken or you've had the divorce with your wife. And Kim Kardashian has said nothing because she's a normal person. Yes. And then she <laughs> Pete Davidson comes along, and all of a sudden he's your entire life. <laughs> it's really strange. Yeah. Uh, especially
1: since it's Pete Davidson.
2: Yeah, it's especially like... since it's Pete <laughs> Davidson. The man couldn't hurt a fly. Yeah. So. I mean, look at him. He's, he's just the funny man. He's
1: out That's here selling he smart water and yeah. making jokes on SNL. He's literally exactly. the most inoffensive guy ever.
2: Exactly. But especially since, like, you know, the Donda Two lyrics of, like, making it seem like his kids are held hostage with Kim. Yeah. And, like, all this really weird stuff. It's like, please, like, social media has ruined you because this should not be public at all and you should not be... You should not have people leaning into your side on this. First off, well, yeah. by having your entire Instagram comment section being like, "Yes, go off King," um, and following all those people, and like creating your own vacuum for yourself to make sure that you feel like you're on the correct side of things, um, and then like going to a court and being like, "Do not use my Instagram posts against me in court." That's like insane.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you you are you are insane. Yes. It, it is pretty it's obvious sad. that he's going off the deep end, Yeah, which I mean, sad. we kind of thought he was before, but like now it really feels like it.
2: Yeah, it's sad.
1: Yeah.
2: And mental illness does not uh, excuse all of that. No. Or most of it. Um, no, no. Yeah. It, it's very sad. Um, the music isn't even good to back it up this time. <laughs> I don't even have a thread to hang out to. Usually when he goes through something crazy, the music still bops pretty hard. This time, no. I, I don't even have a crumb to go off of here. Um, there wasn't one the
1: song on document. Donda Two.
2: There, there are some good songs on Donda Two, but it's not enough, and they're also not finished. So that's true. <laughs> Maybe if there was like a full finished version of a couple songs on there, then I'd have something. But I don't yeah. know. It, that leaves a bad taste in my mouth, anyways. Like just knowing all the context of Donda Two and like the, again, tying your mother's name to it. Well, it's basically just a "My Wife Left Me, uh, I'm Sad" album.
1: It's so weird. Yeah. yeah.
2: But, I mean, that's my Kanye spiel for the week. It, there's a lot of these every time he does something, because, you know, he loves headlines. He's, he's a very, he, every time he speaks, it's something. Um, yeah. Which creates a lot of content. Whether I want to talk about it or not, that's a lot of content.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we probably shouldn't talk about it, because that's what he wants.
2: Dang it, he got us again. I don't know if he wants it. I think he's just so used to every time he opens his mouth, it's going to happen. That's true. To the point where he doesn't care, to, so he'll just do whatever.
1: I, um, I think he like weaponizes it. Yeah, it's definitely sure. like there are like moments where it's like I haven't heard anything from Kanye in a while, and then he says something crazy, and <laughs> like there he is. Yeah. yeah.
2: But that's I think that's everything. Um, I guess we can talk about. I guess the weekend had tour dates. Um, the tour dates came out. I'm sad. I'm sad. Um, yeah, we're gonna figure that out. Maybe we'll figure Probably it out. Not, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, that, that's that's for off camera. Um, yeah. Kendrick is headlining three festivals this summer. Oh, so they
1: added another one.
2: Yeah, we're we're about to eat okay. in the coming months. So the wait is uh, fingers crossed. The wait is over. Um, at That's what we only have a few more months to go. He's going to
1: do Untitled Unmastered 2.
2: I would hate him. <laughs> it would be pretty good, but I would hate him. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: I hope it's going
2: to be more Kendrick stuff following up to it, because then I will be, like, addicted to Kendrick again, and I'm going to wait for the album, because if nothing happens then, I'm going to, like, just be really sad. Um, like the album's it, bad? It seems all, all the lines are coming together. There's tour dates. Um, one of the tours has already confirmed that there's new music being played. Uh, freaking rolling loud intern <laughs> put out a weird tweet where it's like, Yeah, yeah. It he's means exactly that. what it means you exact, think it means. Exactly what you think it it's means. It's
1: been a long five years.
2: Yeah, and then deleted it. So yeah. that, that could be cap. I don't know. I don't but, know. I'm like ninety nine percent sure this this is, this is the one.
1: That's it's kinda. probably coming soon. Yeah. So
2: I don't need the weekend tour.
1: I, I need I need a Kendrick tour. So I need both. I yeah. I would love to see, I, especially these two albums. I feel like I gotta go see them for these two albums. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll 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 get stuff figured out. We'll do some finangling. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Not a whole lot to talk about with that. No. If you want to see The Weekend and you live in uh, twelve cities across the United States,
2: a quote unquote world tour puts. 10 cities
1: (laughs) but two of them are in Florida so thank god for that
2: two of them are in Florida your your home country of Canada has two dates and the state of Florida has as many as
0: that that is true and kind of crazy Does he have a lot of retired people to listen to or something? (laughs) I don't know. That's
1: a valid point, because it's Tampa and Miami. He's not even going to... Maybe that's
0: the the
2: Don FM part. It's just all people that match his his old people. That's right.
1: He's going through purgatory, so he's trying to meet all the people who are going to be there soon. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. It's genius. That makes sense why he's going to Chicago then, too.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) That is true. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> um. All right. Cool. Then. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's all I have too. Ditto. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Nice. Want to talk about um. This new John Mayer video we did. Oh.
2: Yeah. The music's kind of quiet.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't fix that.
2: I can't fix that.
1: <laughs> That's something that'll have to be fixed next time I record okay. something.
2: <laughs> Retrospective this week. Next next week.
1: Next week. That? We're recording next week. this. Yes. We're recording it this week. By the time you're watching this now, wait six hours wait six for hours. 1 p.m. And then you can watch our video on my favorite album of all time, John Mayer. Continuum. Just John Mayer. Yeah, just John Mayer. We listen to like his greatest hits. Mm-hmm. And it's not, not my favorite album, but it is pretty good. So, yeah. Tune in. Tell me how much a, of a bad editor I am and how my audio mixing is bad, even though I have the ears oh, of terrible. a squirrel. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I think, I I don't know. We'll get it figured out. Um, we are still new to this whole making videos thing. We haven't yep. been doing this for a year. Or three. We're close. We're about, like, what, nine months? We started in July. Yeah. Okay, oh, we're man, still getting it while. figured out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, do you guys want to talk about, like, politics or something? Spice it up? Dude. I
2: think I'm politicked out, but...
1: Yeah. And th- I think it's so funny that like Democrats are like trying to vote for this whole Ukraine thing. It's kind of crazy. It's pronounced
2: demon rats. Oh,
1: oh,
0: dude, that is very funny. That is a funny joke. Oh, in the libs it's moment. Dem- it's, it's, it's pronounced U-Khan, actually. U-Khan? The Yukon territory. Yukon territory. The certified
2: hash brown moment.
1: Are there hash browns in Yukon territory? I would hope they'd have McDonald's. Probably somewhere. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, they gotta have them I need to know this.
1: Yes, please Google if they have a McDonald's in the Yukon
0: territory. <laughs> that
1: is very important content for the podcast.
0: <laughs> they do indeed <laughs> okay. have a McDonald's in the... Oh, wait, that's Yukon, Oklahoma. Never mind. <laughs> oh, frick. Oh.
1: Well, if they have uh, one in Yukon, Oklahoma, then they should have one in the whole territory of Canada.
0: Looks like
1: there is a little. Low... Wait. Yukon's uh, a huge territory. I would hope they would have at least one McDonald's.
0: This is the... Does anybody live there? They do have one.
1: Yeah, it's all the way up north.
0: <laughs> it's like yeah, this like... southern Yukon, and it's along one very long road with yeah, no other a lot roads of near live it. Like northern Canada, though. Where do they get employees
1: from? Um, the Inuit live in northern Canada, so maybe you check your privilege. Okay. It's also right oh. next to Alaska. Yeah People live in Alaska
0: oh, I know, but this is like in Imagine the middle of like, nowhere Alaska. Oh, I guess it's actually a fairly decently sized town, actually
1: The Yukon Territory is one of the most beautiful places in the whole wide world And you guys are just shitting on them How does it feel like?
0: I don't know, but they get a best western boy Let's go
1: Okay, so they're highballing in the Yukon They also territory.
0: have something that's just called schools, but it's in full caps
1: that's probably where they educate themselves. are <laughs> we to judge what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well. Okay. I think I I hear a, a thunderstorm rolling in, so I might, like...
2: There is a power. thunderstorm outside right now.
1: So. Dude, you guys yeah. are just
0: getting that? I had
1: it like five hours
2: ago. Yeah, I drove home and it was not good.
1: Well, excuse me, Mr. Southerner. Southerner, I'm above you. I Chapter was talking Coke to Paul. And me. I wasn't talking to you, coward. Yeah, he's talking to me. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it's I was at the works. funny, I come and go throughout the whole thing, and we, it was literally just like me, two other coworkers, and two Amazon delivery drivers just sitting there for like half hour just talking about it, and just, it was very
1: fun. Did you guys break out some new Coke Starlights? You make out with the Amazon. I uh, know,
0: but I did have two girls uh, later in the night come in and get that, and they wanted to know what it tasted like. And they said, Cool, it tastes like we thought it would. It tastes I told like, them Coke. It like <laughs> Coke with cotton candy. Yeah,
1: yeah, I had one the other day. It just it tastes like Coke, but a little bit different.
0: And I don't exactly. know exactly
1: how to pin it down. He's...
0: Yeah. But One coworker said it was like cotton candy. I th- I say it's s'mores because I haven't had cotton candy in like at least 12 years, so I probably don't know what it tastes like.
1: Don't you guys sell cotton candy there? No. You don't sell you like you the little bagged the cotton, cotton candy, candy that you'd get from the video stores?
0: No, but I know what you're talking about. Okay.
1: Well, pick some up. Next time you go to Hy-Vee at 8 way. p.m., why don't you go <laughs> get some bagged cotton candy so you
0: can have Oh, I don't smoke. go to Hy-Vee at 8 p.m. anymore. I go at like... Two to three. Oh wow! Okay. Mostly because, well, I don't know why. It's a big life change. Pressure. Yeah. Well, kind of that, and also they're not as busy in like the mid and early afternoon. That is true. And that's like literally the number one reason of when I go. So I'm just going then. Yeah. Because even like eight o'clock, sometimes they're kind of busy.
1: Yeah, Babby knows what times they're busy because he used to work at a grocery store.
0: Now we just yeah. order online and don't even go to the store. That's so mm. funny, dude. What a millennial, am I right? What a millennial. <laughs> Speaking of thunderstorms,
1: I think one is coming through and it might knock my power out.
0: oh I'm very
1: concerned. I have uh, overground power. Oh. Yeah. Why? I don't know. They just, like, there's a big antenna... <laughs> or like, I don't know, like, you know, those big, like, steel, like, tall towers that have the wires or like the power lines.
0: Yeah. yeah, a mini Eiffel Tower power line.
1: Yeah, they have one right on top of my building.
0: Yikes. That probably all it takes is a little bit of rain. It probably kills that thing. Yeah,
1: I know. That's what I'm worried about.
0: Okay. We maybe should we probably... should
1: have maybe picked a different day to do the podcast, one that isn't when, when it's Are you raining. Still recording? Yeah, I'm still recording. Oh,
2: uh, this is the worst outro <laughs> ever created. I thought it was.